there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge show lined up over the next three hours. Tonight is a really fun night in sports. Not only do we get the uh, draft lottery in the NBA for a player who has been called the best prospect ever. We also get game one of the Western Conference Finals, Paulie, and we have money pouring in on the Nuggets. They are sitting as a six-point favorite at DraftKings. They're as high as six and a half at other spots. And the series price I saw last night as high as minus 170, up a full, eh, give or take, 25 cents from the opening number on that series price. I went back and looked, and generally speaking, I'm not going to tell you to take anything away from the regular season matchups. You really can't do it between these two teams. First of all, they haven't played since January 9th. They had all four games already done by that date. And oh, by the way, when you look at who played in those games, Westbrook played in three of them for the Lakers. He averaged 31 minutes per game. Kendrick Nunn played in all four games for the Lakers. And Thomas Bryant played in two games. He averaged 19 points in the two games for the Lakers. (laughs) So wipe away when it comes to like player props, for tonight, nothing that took place in the first four games. Can you look and say, oh, I think that's going to happen tonight? All you had to say was Westbrook was still on the team. Yeah. So uh, throw it in the garbage at that point. You're right. It's a great night. It's the biggest lottery since LeBron came out. The Wembenyama sweepstakes. And uh, this is, has all the makings tonight. Great matchup for the Western Conference Finals. You know what the league wants. LeBron and the Lakers... The year he sets the record in his 20th year. Can they go from the play-in to the finals? Could they meet the Celtics again? And then you got uh, the Joker, who's been unbelievable. What he's averaging 30, 13, and 10 in the playoffs. Going to be fantastic. But I'm interested in pace. I want to see uh, who runs and dictate, dictates tempo. Do you trust the Nuggets on the road? And how are they going to officiate this? Denver doesn't foul a lot. But we know it's well documented that the Lakers were number one in getting to the free throw line. And in three of the four wins against the Warriors, 29, 37, and 42 free throw attempts. So number one, are they getting to the line? Does AD contain Joker? What does that matchup look like? And much like the bubble, does Joker get in foul trouble like he did in the Western Conference Finals there? that That's going to be... A whole key to the series, and, and what kind of whistles are going to be? Well, I mean, because this team is completely different when he's off the court. Oh, terrible. I mean, they, they turn into a G League team when yeah. he's not out there playing. They really do. They're awful when he's not in the court. And then, well, I'll flip it, though. What if Joker gets AD in foul trouble? Or do the Lakers actually enter this game thinking we don't want to take that chance, so we need to back off 
playing Anthony Davis on on the Joker? And do they maybe try to defend him with somebody else? I read that. I thought that was ridiculous. I saw the same thing. I can't believe Zach Lowe wrote about that. I can't believe they would, like a Vanderbilt or something. What would they do? I, yeah, that's, that's not going to go well. That would be my thinking. It would probably yeah. have to be Vanderbilt because, yeah. but so if they come out there, and to your point, what if they do get a quick whistle and Davis has, you know, two fouls with eight minutes to go in the first quarter? Mm-hmm. Then Ham's kind of a little bit stuck. You're taking, yep. you know, argue, well, probably maybe at this point, the second best player in the series off the court. Yep. And, and also with uh, not just AD, it's LeBron getting to the basket and, and, you know, not falling in love with the three and what he did in game six going for 39 and nine. So uh, very intrigued by the others and how the supporting cast does. And it's got, got about Gordon. Gordon has been excellent defensively, did a good job on Durant. What an assignment. You go from Durant to LeBron now. With what Gordon has to... Uh, yeah, and don't, don't forget, uh, in the last game where LeBron really went nuts, like that's Wiggins a little bit. Wiggins was questionable right. for the game. Well, that was smart. He's coming in, he's pounding him down low with the rib. A hundred percent. great move like by he knew He knew what he had to do. He knew that Wiggins was banged up. Yep. And now he's going to go from seeing that guy with the rib to Aaron Gordon, who is... And Wiggins is like a freak when he's healthy, but Gordon jumps out of the gym and he's super athletic. And he's bigger, by the way. He's much bigger I'm talking about girth, overall weight. He's not banged up. So that's going to be a difference going from seeing Wiggins one-on-one to seeing Gordon in this game. So I, I may, you know, it's not probably not going to be as easy for LeBron. Uh-huh. And I, I would not, I mean, 39 and nine in the last game is just ridiculous anyway for a guy who's playing in his 20th year in the NBA. Yeah. Well, you love, you love Reeves. You know, Russell's been uh, hot in some of these games. Hachimura with the great performance against Memphis in game one. So I mean, uh, what is this? What is? What do I get out of Porter? What happens with Pope, who was a Laker when they met in the bubble? So this is. Uh, I want to see how the others do, and it's really hard to envision a scenario where you see someone other than the big three here that, that the most points in the series, which is a good prop at DraftKings. Reeves is thirty-five to one. Porter's twenty-eight. Ad's plus five fifty for most points in the series. Um, but uh, Denver is twenty-one and one at home this year. Against the West when Joker plays. And the loss was by one point. Think about that. So 40-7 and seven overall. Tough place to play. LeBron's right. That altitude gets to you. Right? And that, that'll be more likely to... Who, who's more likely to steal a, a game here? What do you think? Do you, do you trust Denver on the road? Because both teams haven't lost at home so far in the playoffs. Okay, so I have not hedged yet on my Lakers uh-huh. ticket. And so far I've cost myself 20 cents. 20, 25 cents, uh-huh. which is not good. But th- what, one of the reasons why is because I just, I think the Lakers are going to take one of these first two games. And I would be much more comfortable then maybe coming back and firing a little bit on Denver. But I, I'm, I'm kind of confident that they will win. Maybe not tonight, but I think if they don't, they'll come back and win game two. And if I'm wrong, then I'm stuck because the Nuggets will be a very big uh, favorite at that point, going back to LA up two games to none. But I haven't, and it kind of hurts a little bit because uh, maybe I should have a little bit earlier. But I'm also, I think that this series is much closer to a coin flip or to a pick than where it's at right now with the Nuggets at minus 170. I think we're getting a little bit carried away with this number. I mean, it was a, it was a 145 yesterday when we talked about it. Yeah. Well, I think it's about right. I, I think they're they're an unbelievable team. They were great this uh, until the final month of the season when they just rested people and, and fell asleep, and Joker was bothered by the discussion and lost the joy of playing with what the media was doing with the MVP discussion. No depth advantage, though, like they had against the Suns. I mean, this is because L.A. has, has some uh, a pretty uh, a good roster, so they won't enjoy that depth advantage that they had in the last series. But uh, you had to be very impressed with what they did in Game 6, not to mention the fact that, that they probably would have won that series in a sweep if Booker wasn't Superman. So... A lot of different ways to look at it, but a, a great matchup on paper, and I'm hoping for a long series, and I expect at least six here. But I really would have liked the Lakers against the Suns. I mean, I, oh god! Not, not only would I not yeah. have hedged it, I would have added more on the yeah. Lakers to win that. That would have been a five-game series, probably. Right. It's probably it's going to be old-fashioned basketball too, because they're 25th and 26th respectively in three-point attempts. So it's not going to be bombs away. It's get it down low, pound it, 
to the big guys, and, and we'll see what AD does. LeBron and, and Joker getting other people involved. But I, just, I cannot believe these numbers and what he's averaging in the playoffs. And, and we'll, we put that up yesterday with this this playoff run that he's on. Yeah, well, and I will say his cohort, uh, his partner in crime, Jamal Murray, his prop for tonight, 24 and a half. Now he's sick again. It's a high number. He's questionable. I imagine he plays. Yeah, he'll but, play. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's got the flu again, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was going through... It was running through Denver in the last game. Right. So we, we, we've had some glimpses here of what we've all called Bubble Murray because he was so good in 2020 during the bubble and that uh, specifically that series against the Jazz when it was Murray going back and forth with Donovan Mitchell. But 24 and a half tonight for his number, man, it's a big number. That is a huge number tonight for yep. him to get to. And uh, if anything, yep. I would look at the under on him. You brought up Reeves. He's 14 and a half. What can we get from that guy? He played in, in, the th- in three of the four games in the regular season. And Austin Reeves averaged 28 minutes and only 11.3 points per game. He did shoot 55% from the floor and 50% from three in those games against the Nuggets in the regular season. But uh, no, like I said, I like the guy. Just He might not go for 28 every game or 22, whatever, but you can tell the guy's got handles. Uh, he's got a good shot. He's a nice ball player. I like the guy. I would look at LeBron first quarter points under because he likes to feel his way out, feel his way out, out of his way into a series, and uh, likes to take his time. Maybe won't get going until the second quarter. He's six and a half, and I would look at Aaron Gordon points under for the game because he has to expend so much energy on the defensive end. I don't think he's going to get fourteen points. The props are phenomenal tonight, not only for the game and the series. First quarter points. You have the points for the game. Rebounds, three-pointers. Anthony Davis, will he make a three? No, minus 360. Joker, one and a half under 210. How about the combined props? Will Joker and AD go for 60 combined? Plus 255. Will Joker and AD go for a combined 35 rebounds? Plus 650. Wow, okay. Will they go for 70 points combined? Plus 750. Uh, Joker and Murray to get 60 combined, two to one. Who knows with Joker? You got, I mean, nothing. 35, 13, and 12 is no big deal. That's no, a that's, regular game. That's child's play for him. Yes, it is. You know, I would say this in terms of uh, live betting tonight. If you, you brought up Joker, follow trouble right away if that does happen. If so, Paulie, do you not just automatically hop on the Lakers because of what we said? They're so bad when he goes off the court. And at some point, you can probably, yeah. you know, try to middle that bet. And come back because when he comes back on, the numbers are so much better. Yeah, when you have to make him play defense. The Suns didn't do any of that. And I also felt good from the, well, he doesn't play defense card because you saw what happened to Embiid. Poston was hunting him in Game 7. Yeah. And what they were doing, catching him in the pick and rolls and and abusing Embiid in Game 7. Yeah, I'm going to be watching tonight very closely with the lineups that we're going to have on the court when he takes a breather. Because if he goes oh, off, very the, true. if no, he goes off right. the court and like LeBron and or AD is on the court, I will be at that. Depending on the the situation in the game, looking to bet uh-huh. live on the Lakers. We just saw it with Golden State the on off numbers with Curry. Oh yeah, same thing with Joker. I mean, there could probably be a ten nothing Laker run in two minutes if he's off the, off the floor. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. And I loved this bet a month into the season. However, I'm ready to give up after last night. I'll tell you what it is coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, date, and more. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, bear videos. VEASAN Pro subscriber. Become one today for $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get up there. The second major of the golf season is this week at Oak Hill in New York. Matt Humans is a VEASAN host and a great handicapper of the sport. He joins us now to uh, discuss. Good morning, Matt. How are you today? You know, pretty good. I'm actually going to plug some picks on that VSIN Pro page when I get off uh, with you guys here, working on some baseball, NBA, golf. Uh, I, had a, I had a close call in golf last week, Ryan Palmer, at 135-1. to one. He was tied for the lead going into Sunday, and I knew he was not going to close the deal, and he did not. But uh, hopefully, we can find a winner this week in the PGA. Yeah. Do you generally bet the PGA board like during the season when it's available, or do you attack this during the week? And uh, obviously, I, I see that you're some of the bets you have right now, like Finau twenty-five to one, Young thirty to one. Did you grab them all like this week? That's a good question because PGA is a lot different than the Masters, yep. which you're going to bet you know over the course of eight or nine months. And I'm not going to go crazy on the futures board in this event because. I really believe the favorite duo of uh, Scheffler and Rom is going to be tough to beat this week. So ah. not going to do a whole lot on the on the futures board. But what some of the players I'm going to talk about here, you can also bet top ten, top twenty. You can play in matchups. And uh, speaking of Scotty Scheffler, by the way, in ten starts in 2023, his worst finish is a tie for 12th. That's amazing. Oh, wow. And uh, he's 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 first on the tour in strokes gained off the tee and tee to green. Second second in strokes gain total. Uh, he's just the most consistent player on tour, but it's not him, it's John Rahm. But Scheffler has finished in the top 10 and six of his past eight majors. So you got to keep that in mind. I think Tony Finau is playing the best golf of his uh, career right now. He just outdueled Rahm in Mexico, and uh, his power off the tee is going to be a big plus this week. When you handicap this event, you got to look for guys who get distance and accuracy off the tee. This is a long course. And uh, the rough is thick. The uh, fairway bunkers are deep. And uh, the shorter hitters are going to have problems here. Finau is a guy who's going to be long off the tee. He's become a, really a top-level iron player. And uh, actually, I saw in the golf database, rickrungood.com, he's fifth in strokes gained approach over the last 36 rounds. So he's got the tee. He's got the tee to green play. And if his uh, putter is pretty good this week, I think Finau's got a good chance to win. And he's a guy who's found the winner's circle uh, quite a bit over the past year. So he's over that hurdle, 25-1 mm-hmm. to 1 at DraftKings. I think you look, look at Finau, I expect him to be a contender this week. 25-1 to 1 is a good number. Mitch, I did bet Cameron Young. That was the one player I bet previous to this week. I found him at 38-1 to 1 a couple weeks ago. And um, I've also got a bet on him at 30-1. to 1. Cameron Young... Long off the tee, he's got a great all-round game. Tied for third at last year's PGA, runner-up at the British Open, tied for seventh at the Masters last month. He just shows up for the majors. The only thing he has not done is win, and I think he can do it on this course. It fits his game. A couple other guys I'll mention, Ricky Fowler. Believe it or not, he's finished in the top 20 in eight of his last nine starts. Uh, So you can look at him maybe as a top 20 play. Gary Woodland has not won since the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach in 2019. He's actually been playing really well lately. He, he gained 22 strokes, tee to green in his last two events. I got him a 150 to one at Circa. I think uh, this course actually fits his game too. He's made six straight cuts at the PGA, two top eights. Keegan Bradley is one of those guys that just seems to contend on courses like this in the in the Northeast. I'm sure if you have Indy Jeff Seeley on this week, he's going to tie Keegan Bradley. You can get him in a big number. And Sam Burns won a Dell match play in Austin, Texas, long off the tee. Good iron player, good putter. Burns has not 
had a great track record in the majors. Tight, I think a 20th at the PGA last year is his best, but he's got the game to play here too. So those are some of the guys I'm looking at this week to win, top 10, top 20, and uh, maybe some matchups. All right, excellent. Conference final start tonight. I guess uh, there's a scenario where the home team could win every game, right? Uh, Denver's 6-0 and at home in the playoffs. Lakers 7-0. and What do you think of the Western Conference? Well, I think uh, right now Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. And yep. uh, he's going to be the difference in this series. I, I really don't think the uh, Lakers are going to be able to, to defend him. And, you know, they may not try to, to shut him down completely and say, hey, we're going to let this guy get his 30 and his triple-double, and we're going to shut down Jamal Murray and some other guys. But I also think with Aaron Gordon and some of the personnel that the Nuggets have, they can do a pretty good job on LeBron in this series. I'm not going to waste a lot of time analyzing this. I, I actually – yeah, I have a lot more respect for the Lakers than I did a few weeks ago. You've had Rui Hachimura step up, you know, guys like Bonnie Walker, Austin Reeves. They've had a lot of role players really step up and start to play good basketball. I think this is going to be a long series. And uh, if the Lakers are in jeopardy, the NBA can send in Scott Foster and his officiating crew to extend it. Uh, let's go Nuggets in seven at about plus 350. I think you're going to find that price at Circuit and DraftKings. I think the Nuggets win a long series. It's going to be a good series. It's ironic, too, you guys. The same Final Four in the NBA that we had we had in a bubble three years ago. Yep. Nuggets are a lot better team now than they were then. No doubt about it. Uh, I think this number's too high in Game 1. Uh, you took 8.5 with the Heat. This power rating with Boston's out of whack. They mess around. Yep. And they, they go back. To, they lose a lot of home playoff games. You're right. They're 10 and 10 at home in the last 20 playoff games. And I agree with you. Celtics has not been good at closing. And, uh, you know, really, if you go all the way up to halftime of game seven, you're really uncertain if the Celtics are going to win that series. They were in big trouble uh, going into the fourth quarter of game six in Philadelphia. They messed around with the Hawks. Uh, I think the Heat are underrated by a lot of people in this series. Now, in, in the long run, I'm not sure if the Heat have enough guns to take down uh, the Celtics. But Jimmy Butler is uh, going to do everything he can, I think, to extend this series. I just love the way he's playing right now. He, he's playing like a top five guy in the NBA. I'm, I'm taking the Heat plus eight and a half. It's a situational play as much as anything here in mm-hmm. game one. When a team wins an emotional game seven, there's a higher probability they're going to be a little bit flat coming out for game one of the next series. The Heat's a little bit more rested, ready to fire here. We saw it with Golden State Warriors. They won that big game seven on the road in Sacramento. They came home for game one against the Lakers, and they were flat for the first three and a half quarters. I think the same thing could happen to the Celtics here. Plus, Boston's home court advantage has not been uh, significant, Paul, like you mentioned here. I think the number's a little bit high, so I'm taking eight and a half of the Heat. And I wouldn't be stunned if the Heat steal game one. Uh, Sam here. Follow the money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN host Matt Eumann's our guest. Um, Matt, we have two minutes left here. And I know that you like to bet some dogs in the NFL, as do I. I I ran down the list of games that I like in week one. What stood out to you with the point spreads when the schedule was released last week? Well, I think there are some some spots here. I don't want to say situational spots, but some spots in week one where some dogs are really being underrated or some favorites being, road favorites being overrated. I think, and, you know, I'll tie this into a win total play. I played the uh, Jaguars under 10 for a win total and uh, the Titans over seven and a half. I think Jacksonville is, is, if not the most overrated team in the NFL right now, one of the most overrated teams. Jaguars finished last year nine and eight. They had to win five in a row at the end of the season against some bad quarterbacks, including Josh Dobbs of the Titans in week 18. Uh, I've got questions about their offensive and defensive lines. I hope it's Gardner Minshew in week one, but I like the Colts plus three and a half against the Jags. I like the Steelers plus three against the Niners. I like the Titans getting three and a half at the Saints. I like the Patriots getting five at home against the Eagles. And uh, the Giants as a three-point home dog to the Cowboys. Those are five dogs I like a lot in week one. And I'll, I'll throw another win total in there. I've got several win totals I like, but I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Patriots. And I mentioned this with Michael Lombardi on his show last week, and he agrees that the win total on the Patriots is seven and a half over minus 120. Bill O'Brien's going to make a big difference in this offense. It was a circus. It was a clown show last year on the offensive side with uh, the decision Bill Belichick made to put Joe Judge, Matt Patricia in charge of the offense. Bill O'Brien's going to make a big difference. 
You know, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mac Jones, a quarterback, is going to, I think, play a lot better, more like he did as a rookie. Patriots over 7.5 is a good win total play. Like I said, I do like him as a home dog against Philly in week one, too. Yeah. No, I like a bunch of dogs. I also... I don't understand how the Bears are favored against the Packers. I just, I, this is ridiculous what's going on between these two teams. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just the uncertainty of how Jordan Love's going to play in week one, right? Because yeah, for sure. I, to me, that should be a, yeah, I think that should be a pick em game. Yeah. All right, Matt. Thanks. Good luck this week with the golf. Okay, you bet. Thanks. Yep. Follow Matt on Twitter. He is at Matt Humans 24 7, and his show is called VSIN Tonight with Wes Reynolds, who's also very good at, uh, well, almost every single sport, including golf. That's 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific right here on the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Up next, this is going to be a lot of fun. We'll play a little, little game. As the NBA draft lottery is set for tonight, Victor Wembanyama may very well be the best prospect the game has ever seen. So who would you trade straight up for him? This is Follow the Money on v Hello, Juice Reel. Exciting innovation in sports betting, not another sports book. If you haven't heard of it, it's a free tool that you should be using to revolutionize the way you follow your bets and make betting decisions. This must-have app lets you connect all your betting accounts from wherever you bet, and all your betting history automatically loads in. Juice Reel, more than just a bet tracker, you'll see stats about your own betting behavior and track record that you've never known before analyzes data from its entire user base to help you even bet smarter juice real r-e-e-l get it on your iphone or android today and download it every sports better in all 50 states should be using juice real get up there it's awesome juicereal.com conference finals and nba draft lottery here with vsin's senior nba betting analyst jonathan von, uh, von tobel jbt what's cracking man uh, nothing, guys. Uh, this is exciting. You know, you got your final four uh, throwing some legitimacy to the NBA bubble from a few years back, right? Having all four teams back here and and keeping those cores together. I think it's a really good conversation about team building, right? You know, we're talking about Joel Embiid and the 76ers and, and how maybe you should try to blow it up or change things. When in reality, you have four stories here of, uh, hey, look, commitment. You know, if you don't get there, you keep building on what you have and maybe you'll get back to that moment. And uh, there's pretty good stories for all four of them, and they're all four pretty good teams, so I'm excited. Yeah, what do you think about the price for game one tonight? Now, the Nuggets, six, six and a half at some spots. Series price now has moved uh, approximately 20, 25 cents here in the Nuggets, now as high as 170, I saw, to win this thing against the Lakers. Yeah, I, so I'm not involved with this series quite yet at all, uh, not even game one or series, but I do think that Denver is the side, and I agree with the, what they're seeing in terms of line movement. You know, I'm I'm really about, and we'll get into it more with Boston and Miami too, but I'm really about styles making fights in a lot of these NBA postseasons. And the way you match up with one another is the way that a lot of things are going to play out. We have a lot of examples throughout this postseason that that is the case. And so I think when you look at this, you know, you do have Anthony Davis to take on Nikola Jokic. And I've been asking a lot of people, and it's always been the same answer. If you're to pick one guy in the NBA right now to guard Nikola Jokic, who's it going to be? And it would probably be Anthony Davis for a lot of people. However, he's such a good passer, Jokic, and he is playing such good basketball. And this team is so much deeper. They have many shooters. They're going to be able to outshoot the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that home court is going to be an advantage, much like it has been throughout this postseason. They're 6-0 and straight up, 5-1 and against the spread. When playing at home, the Nuggets are. Uh, we saw against teams like Phoenix, where they have a pretty thin bench. And if you have to ask your guys to play a lot of minutes, well, guess what? When you go to Denver, it's hard by the time you get to the fourth quarter to play 40 minutes and to run up and down the floor. And the Lakers, they're not going to need LeBron James and Anthony Davis to play 40, 44 minutes a game. But they are a team that's heavily reliant on transition offense. And I think that's going to tax them when they get up there in Denver and play them the way that they are. So I think from a matchup standpoint, when you have a bunch of shooters, when you have good role players who can defend those backcourt pieces to kind of keep them out of it, Contavious Caldwell Pope is going to be a pretty big piece for the Denver Nuggets throughout the series. I think there's enough edges here that the Denver Nuggets, at the very least, hold home court, get a long series, and win this thing against L.A. Could it be a trip to the uh, parade to the free throw line like it was against Golden State? You know, I, you know, they could, and I wouldn't say it's not, Paulie, right, because L.A. is so good at doing it, right? We, we have this historic free throw differential yep. in the postseason. Uh, we saw what they did in the regular season, and they deserve credit because they are a team that forces action at the rim. It's what they do, and if you force action, well, guess what? You're probably going to get to the foul line more often than not. 
But I would also say part of the reason why against teams like especially Golden State, they were able to get to the free throw line so often is that Golden State was so physically mismatched with them. So you were put in positions that you had to foul. Steph Curry was getting hunted by LeBron James. You're put in difficult positions as smaller defenders, and so you're more likely to foul. I think there are more adequate defenders here for the Los, the Los Angeles Lakers, right? I think at the very least, Nikola Jokic can kind of hold his own and at least physically be there with Anthony Davis. You have Aaron Gordon uh, for LeBron James. So you can do different things at least to physically match up with these teams and not be behind the eight ball when it comes to that. So I think that kind of cuts into the free throw discrepancy. I still think they're going to get there, but I don't think you're mismatched like you are like a smaller team Golden State was. Number one offense against the number one defense yeah. in the playoffs. Can't wait for that. Uh, I, I don't trust the Celtics. Uh, see what you think about the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, maybe they found something here with the players going to Missoula and begging to go change the lineup and what they did starting in game six and how they played defensively and Williams getting more minutes. But, uh, I mean, the, the game one against Philly, how they played defensively against Atlanta. What, what do you think of the series price and the number eight and a half? Uh, you had a good point, though, too, when you tweeted it out about how Butler has looked since the injury. But Boston, eight and a half in game one against the Heat. Yeah, but Butler's shooting 42% from the floor since the injury uh, against the New York Knicks, right? Like nowhere near the efficiency level that we saw against the Milwaukee Bucks. But kind of going back to my overall thought, guys, which is like styles make fights. I, I think Boston matches so well up with the Miami Heat that it would be a disappointment if they don't end this thing relatively early. And you mentioned one of the key points for me, which is going back to that starting lineup with Robert Williams uh, at the five, because now that changes everything. That was the lineup that got them to the NBA Finals last year. That's a lineup that when they're on the floor together, those five last season, they had a plus 24.3 net rating. So far in this postseason, it's been plus 23. Like They are really, really good together, and it, and it allows you to do so many things. Bam Adebayo, well, we've got Al Horford and or Robert Williams on you. We're going to hide out or excuse me, Robert Williams over on a corner shooter, and we're going to allow him to come crashing in and defend shots within four feet. We've got multiple guys we're comfortable with sending at Jimmy Butler in one on one matchups, be it Tatum, Smart or Brown. Uh, we're going to be fine there. We can go small if we need to. And remember, the, one of the key differences for me, guys, in the series from last year is remember, P.J. Tucker was on that team last year, a Tatum defender that did a pretty decent job against Tatum throughout that entire series and a corner three point shooter. He's now replaced by Kevin Love, a lesser defender. You have two other lesser defenders in this lineup, a Max Drews and Gabe Vincent, that the Celtics, who love the mismatch hunt, are going to go after on a consistent basis. And one of the big things for me is the three point shooting. I think a lot of people, we keep looking at this Milwaukee series for Miami as like, hey, look, this 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 is the former one seed that was taking down the Milwaukee Bucks. In reality, it was a team that finished 27th in shooting this year that shot 47% for a series, over 50% on contested threes. And in the second round against New York came crashing back down to earth. They only shot 30% from three-point range against the New York Knicks. I think that this matchup works so well for Boston in so many different facets. Like I thought this, I did. I thought the series price was cheap at minus 600. I was expecting just north of like 750 for the Boston Celtics. I laid two and a half games at plus 129 over there at Circa where you guys are sitting now. Uh, I think the Celtics should be able to win this thing and move on pretty quickly. I understand, Paul, anybody who would tell me they have some hesitancy, but the lineup change, the, the advantage they have in three-point shooting and the matchups all along the floor that go in their favor, I'm willing to take the chance here, lay two and a half with them. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, our guest, you had a good breakdown yesterday on Twitter about betting the team to get the uh, first overall pick tonight. Probably stay away from this. Yeah, yeah. is your is your best advice? Well, it's, yeah, it's we look. We could gamble for fun. So, like, if you're a yeah. Houston Rockets fan, you want to you want to bet a little bit on your team to get the first overall pick. Then sure, go ahead. But I, I do think it's a pretty good lesson when you look at it because I think a lot of people, especially on a show like your guys, is right where you guys have a pretty big profile and a lot of people are new betters to kind of look and realize that these are things that are tied to odds. And so if you look at it, this is one of the very few events, actually it's the only event, that we know the true probable outcome mm -hmm. of all of these things. Mm -hmm. So we know that the Rockets, Spurs, and Pistons all have 14% chances individually to win the first overall pick. But if you're taking plus 550, well, guess what? You're betting that they have a 15.4% chance. That's not really good for you as a better. And you go all the way down, I tweeted this list out, go all the way down to the bottom. So like, let's say you're like the Pelicans, right? And you're like, well, the odds say it's only 0.6% and the true odds are 0.5%. What am I missing out on? You're missing the difference is 161 to 199 to one. So that even 0.1% chance difference is a really big difference for you as a better. So I would just say, uh, you, you just know what you're getting into. If you want to better for fun, you want to sit there and emotionally hedge it and wait to see if your team gets it. That's perfectly fine. But it is a really good lesson for anybody out there 
to know that these are tied to probabilities and that you're not getting anywhere near what you should if you're betting teams to get the first overall pick. Yeah, bet it for fun to be entertained yep. tonight. Don't take it too seriously, I think, would probably be the best thing there because it's, uh, to your point, not exactly the true odds. Now, based on the DK menu, by the way, is fantastic. And they've had like yes. picks one through five up for a while. They've had the first two picks up for, God, longer than I can remember. What was Brandon Miller to go number two overall like six weeks ago, two months ago? Because uh, I think you have a piece of him as well. And what would your advice be right now for betting the second overall pick? So he's he he was at about eight to one or so. And it was right before Jonathan Gavoni and, and Adrian Wojnarowski had a report that essentially Scoot Henderson was falling and that Brandon Miller, especially with some of the legal issues, maybe clearing up in terms of his role with everything that happened, uh, maybe not being as serious as it was once thought. So I, there was a there's a thought that a Brandon Miller type who's more of like a three and D wing type player who can shoot, who can maybe have a higher ceiling. And Scoot Henderson, I don't want to say struggled in the G League, but didn't look great. And remember, they shut him down early where apparently that looked bad for some teams. So at the very least, the gap has closed between Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller. So I've got a small piece of him. I actually didn't get in the best line move. I got him just over a four to one here. And I would say this. I think there's a pretty good shot that Miller closes at the odds on favorite wow. to go second overall. So whether that's like, you know, minus 200 or even lower than that, you could grab what is it now? Plus 160, I think something yeah. that range. Uh, and sit on that as he closes the odds on favor. But I also think that in today's day and game, when you're talking about evaluating these players, Scoot Henderson is going to be a guy that needs the ball in his hands. And, and when you're talking about a guy like Miller, who works so much better off ball with guys like, let's say it's the Houston Rockets, who get the first, second overall pick, right? That's going to fit a little bit better. So I think the way the lottery breaks down tonight is going to be very important. But I wouldn't say no to Miller at this price because I do think he closes with a minus next to his Very name. cool. If you want more of JVT's astute analysis, you can get it uh, with the Hardwood Handicappers Scoop. podcast uh, that he does uh, at least a couple times a week here, part of the VEASAN network. Uh, JVT, thanks for the time. Enjoy the lottery and the game tonight. A couple times a week, Monday through Friday, my friend. Come on. Uh, I was being, you know, conservative. But yeah, you get it. <laughs> there you go. Be good, man. Uh, Real for Gazy is up next. We've had a solid decade plus to observe this once very talented trio. It wasn't going to work had they remained on the same team. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome aboard Juice Reel, not another sports book. It's a free tool that you should be using. It'll revolutionize the way you follow your bets and make betting decisions. This must have app lets you connect all your betting accounts from wherever you bet, and all your betting history automatically loads in. And it's more than just a bet tracker. You'll see stats about your own betting behavior, track record, analyzes data from its entire user base to help you become a smarter better. Go on your iPhone or Android today. Download Juice Reel for free. Free Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Every better should be using 
Juice Reel. Get up there, juicereel.com. Yep, starting this hour off, more talk on the Western Conference Finals between the Nuggets and the Lakers. Nate Kreckman joins the program now, longtime sports radio host in the great city of Denver on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Good morning, Nate. Great to talk to you hey, again, pal. Guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing good. Western Conference Finals, game one, man. This, uh, this city's got a buzz. It's exciting right now, and I think the buzz exists because people know this Nuggets team is legit. No question. Taking yep. money for game one, taking money to win the series here in Las Vegas, which has been a longtime Lakers town. I'll ask you this, because other than that, I mean, we're, we're seeing some respect here for the Nuggets now in the series, but leading up to this, a lot of disrespect for this team and so much disrespect for the former two-time MVP now, Nikola Jokic. What's the most annoying or inaccurate thing you heard about him or the team all year long? It's hard to choose because there's an awful lot of it, and most of it came from a certain four-letter network, not you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. But the biggest one probably, I'd have to start with the stat padding thing from Kendrick Perkins, which it had to have been arguably the stupidest thing that we heard. The thing about Nikola Jokic is, and, and you can say all that, all he cares about winning and he doesn't care about numbers, but really all he cares about winning and he doesn't care about numbers but the dumbest thing about it is Nikola Jokic is a basketball player that does everything and does everything that his team needs on a given night. If you need Jokic to go for 40, he goes for 40. If you need Jokic to rip down 18 rebounds, he goes for 18 rebounds. If you need him to just just move the ball and, and just rack up 16 assists on a given night or 17 like he did in the triple-double last series, against Phoenix, that's what he's going to do. Whatever a defense throws at Nikola Jokic, he makes the adjustment and he does what his team needs him to do. He has the ball on every possession. His usage rate is is through the roof. Um, but that's the basketball player that this guy is, and he just always has the ball, and he's capable of doing everything. So the idea of there's some sort of stat padding going on with Nikola Jokic was really dumb. So thanks to Kendrick Perkins for that one. The other one that was annoying was, oh, what's this guy done in the playoffs? He's been great in the playoffs his yeah. entire career. He's only been bounced in the first round once, and that was when he had nobody going up against the defending champions. This is his second trip to the Western Conference Finals. He was a win away from a Western Conference Finals back in 2019 before they even got to the bubble. Dude wins all the time and is excellent this time of year. So, yeah, Philly fans brought up the playoff thing, which last time I checked, their guy isn't in the Eastern Conference Finals. And and the stat padding was idiotic as well. The guy is just, he's a basketball maestro. You guys, uh, I, I know you have the appreciation for the kind of yep. player that he is. The guy's incredible. Yeah. The other thing is, like, and, and Nuggets fans have been uh, all over social media doing a good job keeping receipts. But it's like Denver doesn't exist. Number yeah. one seed in the West a second-team All-NBA player, no Coach of the Year candidate, no defensive team players, no rooker, rookies receiving honors, no second All-Star, and no Executive of the Year. I mean, someone deserves credit for what happened this year, and, and no one has given it out. Uh, I, Tim Connolly did a great job building this thing up, and then he got an offer he couldn't refuse, yep. so he jumped ship to Minnesota. Calvin Booth was his assistant. He took over. And he made some brilliant moves. He traded off Monte Morris and, and Will Barton and brought in Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, who has rounded out that starting unit perfectly. Excellent wing defender. He's going to be a huge factor in this series. He's won an NBA championship. He went and got Bruce Brown on a good deal, who has been an absolutely perfect sixth man for this team. He drafts Christian Brown out of Kansas, who is the exact role player and annoying uh, kind of an annoying pest that this team needed. They needed wings. He went and got them. Uh, the team got healthy. It's well-constructed. It is well-coached. Michael Malone is always ready for the start of his series. Adjustments, he can be a little bit shaky, but he's always ready for the start of his series. No, this thing is is really well-constructed. Um, this, is, this is the best Nuggets team we've ever seen. Hmm. What do you think is going to happen with the pace? Because yeah. in altitude here, Lakers obviously an aging team, uh, right? In theory here, in my mind, they they want to really make the Lakers run because that's not how the Lakers want to play. Do you think they're going to be successful doing that, Nate? So it's interesting. Yesterday on our show in Denver, we talked to Popeye Jones, who was one of Michael Malone's lead assistants, and you know he wasn't giving us a ton, uh -huh. um, but but he did tell us 
when it came to LeBron James, the entire key for them is to keep L.A. from running, okay? Like, he does not want them to be able to push the pace. He said if they are forced into the half court, that is when they can dictate the kind of looks that they are getting, and that's going to be better for the Nuggets. In terms of what the Nuggets are doing offensively, I agree, pushing pace is going to be good. Lakers have only had three days off. There's a funny moment at the end of game six where LeBron James was like, oh, I didn't even realize we got three days off. Yeah, BS, dude. We know you were looking at that exactly. You knew you needed that rest. You're playing on one foot. You're on an everyday schedule right now. Your team is older. Um, the Nuggets can absolutely take advantage of that pace of their conditioning advantage. Nikola Jokic, again, like guys look at Big Honey and say, oh, this guy can't move. He will push the pace down the floor, and his passing alone gets the pace yep. going. That is absolutely something Denver has to do. How concerned and worried is the fan base about the officiating and, and potential trips to the free throw line here? Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, a part of, and, and I always say this lovingly, Denver's got a bit of an inferiority complex. Mm. Okay, we we know that about our town, and yeah, we're, of course, concerned. The Lakers led the NBA in free throws this year. Here's a little bit of good news, though, okay? Because we kind of thought that that was going to be a massive factor in the Phoenix series, and I think the free throw edge ended up going in Denver's direction. Really, Durant was the only one that consistently was able to get to the line. In terms of these playoffs so far, uh, Lakers averaging 24 free throws a game, which is fifth in the NBA. Denver's at 22.5, which is seventh. That's that's really not a massive disparity right there. And one of the ways they've been using Jokic an awful lot and used him to a lot of success against Aiton and Lawndale against Phoenix was getting Jokic the ball downhill in those role situations, not just going to him back to the basket, but getting him going downhill. First off, I, I don't know if he ever misses when he gets the basketball that way. And secondly, it, it creates situations for the potential for contact for him to get to the line where he's just as dangerous. Um, they have to think about his three-point shooting right now. Jokic at 48% from behind the arc in the playoffs, so that pump fake and drive game is there for him as well. Um, Jokic is able to consistently get himself to the line, averaging seven free throws a game here in the playoffs. So, like, yes inherently everybody's worried about the officials and LeBron and AD's ability to be able to get calls, but the Nuggets have created a lot of calls for themselves. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Nate Kreckman is our guest, longtime radio host in Denver, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. A couple of minutes left here, Nate. So ultimately, who wins the series? How many games? And do you, I like Murray under 24 and a half points tonight. It's a big number. Do you like anything in this game one? You know, that that Jamal Murray number is really interesting. Something that happened, and we spent a lot of time on our show talking about this with, with Jamal over that last series, was everybody remembers Jamal Murray in the bubble. And, you know, he's just trading 50-point games with Donovan Mitchell, and then he suffers the, the catastrophic knee injury, and they essentially lose him for two playoff runs. Um, this year around, early on, and we saw some of it in the Minnesota series, him going up against Anthony Edwards, people kept bringing up the bubble Murray thing once again. And I think that fed into him of, I have to score. My mentality is I have to score and I have to be that guy. And he played like that in the middle of the Phoenix series. Suns got a couple of games down in their place. He made an adjustment. Games four, five, and six, Jamal really let the game come to him Look, he's not without dribbly possessions every now and then, but he started letting the game come to him. He became more of a driving kick guy. He was leaning into that two-man game and not that ISO stuff. And yes, like his scoring went down a little bit, but his scoring almost in some ways became more effective playing the game that way. That Jamal Murray number is an interesting one at 24 and a half. That's probably good job by the odds makers. That's pretty much right there at the line. Um, but I don't think Jamal Murray has to be let me drop 45 a night guy anymore uh -huh. in the playoffs. And the biggest thing is, I think he knows that now. Okay. Nuggets in six? I'm saying six. Uh, that That's what I'm saying here today. Guys, I, you're going to call me a giant homer. It's not going to stun me if they beat these guys in five. They're deeper. 
They're more talented. They're more athletic, and their time is now. Um, they're healthy. I know health is only as good as your next possession, but they're a healthy team coming into this round. Uh, it's the Nuggets' time. They're the best team in the Western Conference. They've been building towards this for a long, long time. They're winning this series. Yes, I'm going with six right now to be conservative. It's not going to stun me if they win it in five. There you go. You can, you can listen to gigantic homer Nate Kreckman. That's me. On Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Kreckman. Thanks, pal. Mm-hmm. Good to talk to you. Yeah, as always, fellas. Take care. Yep, be good. All right. That's five to one in six. Yeah. Close it out. He's a very lot. confident. Yeah. Yeah. I told them before we came on the air, you don't want a game seven at home because of the potential problem there with the referees. Up next, we'll yep. recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. And I was pleasantly surprised when recently visiting a sports book in a different state with one issue. I'll tell you what they need to clean up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare